You are listening to episode 250, and the big question is, is goal setting keeping you stuck? It's an interesting conversation, and I really think you're probably going to have a light bulb moment to really shift the things you want to shift in your life. Take a listen. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. So I just realized Mercury is in retrograde, and you know what the funny thing is? I have it in my calendar. However, I failed to notice that that's what's going on. And now this makes sense because last week it was technically really hard to record my podcast. And this week it's really hard for communicative reasons. So if you're feeling it the way I am, it's cool. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. So I want to talk about habits today and really the goal setting that we set in order to reach the habits and why it seems like it's so hard. Why does it feel like we always fail or why does it seem so fair weather? Like we might actually attain a goal, but then we don't maintain the way we feel after we've reached the goal. And it's the big question of why, you know, I'm thinking about how, I guess it was close to two years ago now, I did a 40 day challenge. I did Kundalini for 40 days because that's, if you know anything about Kundalini, that's like the magic number to do the same, um, Kriya for 40 days. And I decided I wanted to try the challenge of doing bar three for 40 days straight. And it was really interesting because it made, I felt amazing, you know, there spiritually, just energetically through doing the yoga and the mantras. And then I also felt amazing, obviously moving my body with a, a movement that's so supportive for my body because you can really modify it. I was able to do it, you know, aligned with my cycle um, and the different phases that I was in or how I felt. And I was able to, because I made that commitment, you know, days that I feel like I would usually say, like, oh, I can't, I did it. I, I, if I had a wedding that day, which I had several in those 40 days, I was, I just committed to doing it at like 6am. <laughs> I was like, I, I am completing a 40 day challenge of bar three and Kundalini and I will complete it. And I'm going to find a way to do it. And even if it's not hundred percent that day, even if I'm doing bar three from home, or if I'm really modifying and taking it easy or doing it more stretchy and like take, taking full modifications on things, or if I'm going hardcore, no matter what, I'm showing up and I'm doing it because I made this decision. And as soon as I hit the 40 days, I stopped all of that. And I, I felt all the benefits inside and out. My, my body changed quite a bit in those 40 days. And then I sit in the space of like, ugh, you know, that you sit there like, oh man, that was so cool. I wish I could do that again. Or, and I could if I wanted to, right? But I'm still the person who's not doing those things every day because I only chose to do it for 40 days. So I'm sure you can relate to that type of experience where you've, you've had some type of goal that you set. And sometimes they do turn into habits. You know, that if you, let's say, set the goal to drink a certain amount of water in a day uh, and you want to be the type of person who drinks 100 ounces of water in a day, you know, there's a lot of research around the amount of days that you have to do something for it to turn into a habit, meaning it's just something you ritualistically do. You don't really have to think about it anymore. Um, and I think the shortest amount of time that it can take is 66 days. So if you do something every day for 66 days, it becomes a habit. So I'm not saying that it it doesn't stick. You know, I, I can think of plenty of things that I've changed in my life that are now habits, like how I get myself ready for bed and going to bed early or 
um, reading or things like that, that we definitely pick up new habits that morph us into the type of person who has those habits, right? But the big question is, I think a lot of us get stuck and there are a lot of things that we want to be. You know, there are ways that we want to feel. There are ways that we want to experience our life. And so we identify the goal that we want to set to hopefully get us to feel the way we want to feel, right? That if I set a goal to do bar three every day for 40 days, I'll feel the way I want to feel. But then what happens after the 40 days, right? Or I'll set a goal, let's say, um, around bookkeeping. This is one I do all the time and I still can't get there ever. That I I want to be someone who has my bookkeeping done weekly. I want to have my taxes in early. I want to um, be really organized and know all of my numbers that if someone walked up to me and said like, ask me a specific question around the numbers of my business, I could tell them. I, I want to be someone who's fully aware of how much money is being spent in certain areas, whether it's a budget or just an awareness of I've already spent X amount of dollars on Amazon this week, so we're not going to get that today. You know, that I want to be that type of person. So then I set these goals all the time. You can look at all my planners <laughs> from all the years of, of this goal of any action step towards those thing, those things. Am I the type of person who does that stuff? Nope. And you know why? Because I identify as the person who doesn't do those things well. And that is the trick to this. It's like a mind hack. It's a body hack. It's a life hack to recognize that if you identify as a certain type of person, then all of your actions are going to support that. Even if you find a loophole inside of a goal that aligns differently. So for example, I might set a goal to complete my bookkeeping for, you know, let's say um, catch up and be fully bookkeeped up until this date. And then I might say to myself, okay, I'm going to try and bookkeep every Monday. I'm going to be that person who bookkeeps every Monday. So that's my goal. And then I might do it for a couple weeks and then I teeter off. You know why? Because I don't identify as a person who does really well at bookkeeping. I just look at it longingly and think like, that must be really nice to be that kind of person, but I'm not. And that's what I say. You can probably even listen to all the episodes, go back all the years I've recorded and hear me say like bookkeeping is my Achilles heel. I'm just, it's just not my thing. I'm not good at it. So why on earth would I ever begin to take actions consistently in a habitual way when I don't identify as a person who does that. So we need to, it's the whole paradigm of we're stuck in the have, do, be. Like first I need to have the goal and then I'll do it. You know, I'll work towards bookkeeping a certain amount of times a week. And then I'll be the type of person who has a whole like control. I don't know what word I want there around their business money. They'll know everything. They'll be that, they'll be that person. I'll be that person if I do that. And you never get there, right? It's because you need to be, do, have. So you need to embody what it is of the type of person who lives that way. And then you'll do the thing, right? And then you'll have that. So you need to, that if I'm saying to myself, I'm really, really good with my money. I know all the ins and outs of my business. Everything is book kept, book kept. How would you say that? To the moment. 
when I, you know, I have a whole system that when I get a receipt and I pay for something, it's immediately logged in. I don't even need to sit down weekly to take care of it. I sit down weekly just to look at my bank accounts, be sure everything's paid off, all of that, because I'm that type of person and I value that and that's who I am. If I walked around thinking those things, guaranteed my actions would follow. That's the whole, that's the whole idea. So you have to ask yourself if you're, so if you're the type of person who admires someone who is really into their health and fitness, you know, the type of person who works out even when they don't want to always shows up and always eating well and choosing the salad over the fried food and asks for seltzer instead of another glass of wine, like whatever it might be. And you look at them and you're like, oh man, I wish I was like that. And then it gets you enough that you start to make a goal like, okay, so for the next, I'm going to do Whole Food 30 or Whole 30. I did that before and not to knock them at all. I'm just thinking of like how we find challenges, right? Or, or like my bar three challenge that I did, or we find the thing like I'm going to spend 90 days really focused on working out three times a week and eating well, 80, 20. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. Right. And, but so that's the action, but the B, the embodiment, you're still the person who doesn't live that way. You still embody the thoughts and the feelings of the person who doesn't live that way. So while you can, again, kind of loophole it and find your challenge and, and your willpower, if you will, that like short-lived motivation to complete a goal, while I totally trust that you're capable and able to do that, once you do that, you'll be done and you'll continue to be the person who isn't someone who lives healthy just habitually. So begin to embody what that means for it. And you can do it through different kinds of affirmations. So for instance, you, you might identify someone like, I always crave a consistent lifestyle that is healthy and that my body reflects that. But I seem to always be the person who's fair weathered I diet, I become extreme, I have low self-confidence, that's who I am. But I want to be the person who is consistent and makes good choices because they believe in that and they believe in themselves. So you can think of small little bridge statements like instead of saying I am a healthy person, let's just be extreme here just for ease of the example. Say you're like super unhealthy, you eat sugar all day, you you haven't exercised in forever. And you're like, oh, I want to be a healthy person. You can't have the affirmation of I am a healthy person. You know, I identify as a healthy person because your brain's going to be like, no, you don't. It's going to call it bullshit. You know, your brain is smart. It's like, no, mm -mm, no, you're not. We don't believe that. So the affirmation isn't actually going to help you. It's just going to kind of keep you where you are. But if you have an affirmation like I haven't lived a healthy lifestyle, but I'm ready to become a healthy person and I'm going to try my best every day. I'm learning, right? To have an affirmation, it can be shorter than that. I'm obviously wordy, but find something that you connect with because then your brain's going to believe it and it's going to want to work towards that. So your, your thoughts are fully connected with your actions. So if I'm thinking I suck at bookkeeping, but I have a goal to get better, <laughs> it's not really going to believe that because I never do it. My actions are going to support the thought of I suck at it. Like we have to eliminate that completely. So, you know, if, if the thought comes up, I suck at bookkeeping, whatever your limiting thought is, 
catch it and say, uh-uh, you used to, but you were learning to become the X, Y, and Z type of person with bookkeeping. Or I'm so unhealthy. I'm so fat, whatever. Uh-uh. <laughs> I used to identify with that, but I am a healthy person and I'm learning to become healthy and I no longer identify with that person at all. And that is then over time that you develop the habit and you can actually sit there and be like, wow, I can actually say that um, I'm a reader. I'm a runner. I, I, you know, people are like, oh yeah, she's really healthy. She goes to the gym all the time. It's like, oh wow, that's, that's me now because I identify as that, you know? And so my actions followed suit. So I guess the big question for you is, are your goals hindering who you actually want to become. Are you just plugging in action steps to say, ha, checked it off. I did it. I completed it. I completed the challenge. I did these things for a week. And again, maybe you do reach the end goal. Maybe you have like me, I've reached so many goals that I've set for myself, but I haven't ultimately been able to stay that person that was inside of that goal. So if there's something out there that you're craving, in terms of who you want to be and how you want to feel, ask yourself, how does someone like that show up? Who are they? And then become that person. And it can be with simple things. Like I can't tell you how many times now that I read, because I didn't, you know why? Because I used to say, I never have time to read. I'm, I can't even believe it. I don't even have time to read a magazine. Like I used to say stuff like that all the time. You know what else I did? I would stay up late drinking wine, watching reality TV because I was that person. I identified as the person who was burned out and too stressed out to read. I'm too tired to read. Could I read as much as I do now? No, because I had two little kids and was up a lot and had a lot of work. But if reading was important to me, if I valued it and I valued how I felt as a person who was a reader, I would have gone to bed and read 10 minutes and then fell asleep and had a lot more energy in my life, right? Because I was a person who identified as that type of person. I could have been but I just didn't. I identified as a person who didn't have time. And that's not necessarily true. We have time to do and be the person that we want to be. It's just really recognizing what you connect with. What are you embodying? What type of person are, do you embody? And I think that when you can really pinpoint that and really visualize what that person looks like, you know, like I, I'm really working a lot on my health right now. And it's, it's all messy because I want to sit here and be like, has nothing to do with how I look, but let's be real. Of course it does. Like I don't, I don't want to look squishy. I don't want to have weight on me. However, there's also like body dysmorphia and like all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, so like I'm working through those things, but ultimately like it's around the fact, like I keep thinking like, I'm actually really excited to turn 40 but also realizing and noticing how much my body composition is changing, how quickly I lose muscle mass. It's like real fast. And that is my immunity. That is my health. That is my bone health. It's my heart health. It's my, um, again, my immune health. It's so many things. So it's like, okay, we need to really focus on this. And I want to be the person. And I, I visualize a woman who is fit, who prioritizes moving her body, who prioritizes eating well and making good food choices, but also living her life. I think of what she literally looks like. What does she wear? What does her ass look like? What do her arms look like? You know, 
how does she live her life? You know, is she staying on the couch drinking wine at night or is she going to bed early with a cup of tea approximately two hours before bed because she doesn't want to be up all night paying, you know? Like what does, what, who is it? What does she look like? And I hold the vision of that person. So then when the day comes, you know, the, it could be tomorrow. And I think, eh, I don't feel like working out. I think I'm just going to have a sandwich instead of, you know, a balanced macro meal. When that thought comes in my mind, it's like, well, no, because I'm not her. The person I am thinking of who I'm embodying now, that I am visualizing her and I am her, I already am her, then all my actions are going to follow that. And as much as I don't want to work out, she's picking up the weights. As much as I want to eat a hoagie or a sub, wherever you're from, I'm going to eat the balanced macro meal because that's who the, the person I'm embodying, that's, those are the decisions that she makes. And then she feels awesome and she feels the way she wants to feel. But if I just set it as a goal of I'm, I'm going to work out three times a week and I'm going to eat ma- like balanced macro meals. But if I'm still identifying as someone who's not that, who still is like inconsistent with how she eats and how she moves, I'm just always going to be her. I'm going to be the woman who's able to set like a hardcore goal and hit it if she wants to. And if I don't have a hardcore goal, I'm just always going to be the woman who's inconsistent and sometimes is really on track for two weeks and two weeks she's off track. And I hear myself say stuff like that. (laughs) I'm having a therapy session with myself right now, by the way. I hear myself say, I have a two week on, two week off cycle. I can be really good about my working out, my movement, my drinking, like all my routines. And then um, the next two weeks I'll suck. And then it sucks so much I hate it. And then it pushes me into getting back for two weeks. And that's my cycle. So guess what? If I have those thoughts, those statements, they are solidifying everything, right? I'm saying this is just my cycle. So then when you hit the two week mark and I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. I may as well just have the cake, you know? my thoughts are going to inspire all of my actions and a lot of it is subconscious. So it's really making sure that we are choosing the type of person we want to be. And I guarantee you everything begins to shift after that. So if I, so here's the bridge statement here. I used to be someone who had a two week on two week off cycle, but I am not that anymore. I am learning to become the person who is consistent. And even if there's an off meal or an off day, I show right back up and I don't let it snowball into a whole week or whatever. Um, And that I can get behind, right? And when it's like, yeah, it's like a pep talk to yourself. Like I already am that, I already am that person. Your actions will follow. So then you don't need goals that are so measurable. It's, I mean, it's good to have, you know, you want to be able to measure stuff and see that the habits are sinking in. But the, the component that I think we've really lost is, embodying and identifying as the person who already does those things. And once you are able to figure that piece out, it happens. So I hope this leaves you inspired. Really, really visualize to the detail what the person wears, how they move, the decisions they make, the music they listen to, how they dress, and go be her now or him. Be that person now and your actions will follow not to perfection. I feel like I have to throw that in there. It is not about being perfect. It's about embodying a different type of personality. It's about embodying the way you want to feel. 
and know that you get to claim that now before the action comes. The action will come after. So remember, it's not have, do, be. It's be, do, have. Okay, I will leave you there. Praying to goodness that this gets to just upload and record without any issues. I'm crossing my fingers. Um, if we want to connect, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram. My handle is at Aaron Joyce Co underscore shoot me an email, Aaron at Aaron Joyce Always. You can let me know if something resonated. You can, uh, send me like, Hey, I'd love to hear you talk about this, whatever it might be. And I haven't said this in a while, but I would love if you could take a couple minutes and rate my podcast. It means a lot, um, to get a five-star rating and review and, just share what you love. It helps spread the podcast around for other people to hear it and, and do it for any business. Like when you get those emails, like how was your visit? Take two minutes and fill that thing out. Like it is the best thing you can do for any small business. So, all right, I will stop there. Have an amazing week. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next time.